TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Joining me now in the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, NBA draft analyst. See him sometimes on Fox Sports. He has his own website at sportstalk2319.com. He did a draft show the other night. And the all-time leading scorer at the University of Detroit, it is Rashad Phillips on the uh, hotline. What's up, Shad? How you doing? Good morning. Good morning, buddy. How you been? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Are you, t- are you exhausted after the other night? Uh, you're, you're, and for folks that don't know, Rashad's like really into the second round, so I know that you had a lot of energy at one in the morning the other night. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm extremely uh, tired. Uh, did a show, didn't finish till about 2, 3 in the morning, tons of calls with players and coaches and gms and agents so it's been uh but you know it, it, it's 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 all fun and i had a great time doing it shad tell me about uh your reaction to evan mobley going three to cleveland and, and what you think of the fit yeah i actually like the fit um you know when you look at what cleveland was doing last year that when they're when they drafted a coro and then this year you get mobley obviously there's a commitment to the defensive side of the ball and in order to win in the NBA, you got to be able to do two things, and that's rebound and defend. And it seems like Cleveland is going in that direction when uh, you know drafting Evan Mobley. But they need that, right? I mean, you know, everybody here, and we were taking some callers before you came on, and, and everybody's like, "Hey, they like Sexton, they like Garland, and it's you know, guys that can put the ball in the basket. Certainly, certainly, Colin can. Um, yeah. But you're right; you, they gave up 100, 112, 113 points a game last year. That's not going to get it done. Not at all. And when you look at Evan Mobley, there's a kid that's, that's kind of a defensive anchor. You know, he's uh, he's able to switch out on ball screens, which the NBA runs 90% of the time. And you got to have bigs have the capability to switch out and guard perimeter scores, at least make it difficult for them to, you know, get a shot off or make it difficult for them to score. And, and Mobley kind of brings that dynamic to the, the, the Cleveland defense. Many people have compared him. We're talking to Rashad Phillips here. Many people have compared Mobley to Chris Bosh. Do you like that comparison, and do you have another one? I, I think he's I think he's more LaMarcus Aldridge than he is Chris Bosh. Um, I think he's kind of right in the middle of LaMarcus Aldridge and Chris Bosh. I think he's right in the middle. It can go it could, the pendulum can go left or right, but I think that's where he he fits. I mean, he has some offensive capabilities. He's a great rim roller. Um, he has he has good catch radius, you know, on his lobs, and um, I think over time he'll evolve into a a, a really solid NBA three point shooter. But um, you know, we got to give give him time before we can really see that that ceiling play out. 
you know, you played the game, you were at the D1 level at Detroit and, and, and had a lot of success. The game has obviously changed since you were out there, but the idea that he did, didn't attempt a lot of threes, is that almost a good thing? Like, hey, too many bigs now are stepping out thinking they're three-point shooters and bricking these things. He, you know, he took like five threes and made one in four NCAA tournament games. People were kind of blasting him for that, including myself a little bit when I looked at the numbers, but is that almost a good thing that he knows kind of where his limitations are right now? Yeah, you also have to give credit to the coaches on, on the USC staffs. A lot of times um, when you recruit these kids, you have to understand what their strengths are and and, and how those strengths can uh, can help your team be productive. And I, I, I saw US, USC play a lot of games, and they just use Mobley the way that made everybody productive. Now, can he shoot more threes? I, I would probably say yes, but that wasn't what the team needed, and that wasn't what the team needed for them to uh, to, to advance in rounds and, and, and be, have a solid season. So I, I won't – the jury's probably still out as far as the masses on his three-point shooting, but I believe if you get him in the gym and, and you put him there, I think he has the skill to – it's interesting that, you know, the game, like I said, has gone away from the big man, yet here were the Bucks winning the title. They had Brooke Lopez. They were playing against DeAndre Ayton. Um, it's not ex- completely extinct yet, right, Rashad? Right. Uh, right. Uh, I mean, you know, again, you, you look at the data, the, the bigs, the evolution of the game is that the bigs are, you know, they're more athletic and they're more skilled than they than they used to be. And, um you know, but you got these coaches who understand how time and situation and when to utilize the bigs, like you know Monty Williams did with DeAndre Ayton and obviously with with Lopez. And I, I don't I don't think the big is going away. I think they're they're making a comeback. Uh, Joker winning the MVP. You know, uh, Giannis is kind of in between a dual forward and a, and a hybrid post. So I, I think that the bigs are, are are still alive and well. You look at the fit of Mobley with the Cavs, and, and you know right now as the roster is constructed, and there could be free agent, there's free agency coming up. There could be trades, but you're looking at Sexton and Garland, Isaac Okoro, who you mentioned before, Jared Allen, if he's back playing alongside Mobley. What what do you think of of that pairing and that 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 five right now? I actually like that roster. I do. Uh, you 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 get the dynamic scoring from Garl. You get the you get the dynamic scoring from Garland and Sexton, and you get the defensive perimeter play from Okoro, and you got defensive anchors in Allen and Mobley. So as far as that five, that's a really good unit to put on the, on the floor and be competitive. Rashad Phillips with us of Fox Sports and uh, SportsTalk2319.com has been all over the place doing interviews and talking about the NBA draft. He looks at all the prospects and, and everything else. Um, anything else come uh, as a surprise to you? What do you think of the top of the draft? Obviously, Cade Cunningham going one, but certainly yeah. I guess the draft sort of started at four with Scotty Barnes. Uh, was that a surprise that he went to uh, to four at that spot? Well, I actually had him mocked at five going to Orlando, and I, I believe Orlando had him as well coming coming there. So I think that the, once Toronto took Scotty, it kind of got the war rooms kind of shuffling papers a little bit. Um, Orlando went with Jalen Suggs, who nobody saw going there. Um, but all in all, the draft was really great. I, b- I believe the Brooklyn Nets had the best draft out of all the teams, of the players that they got, um, with Cam Thomas at 27. 
and uh, Kessler Edwards and Raekwon Gray in the second round. So I, I really believe Brooklyn strengthened their second unit. Um, Golden State had a really good draft. Atlanta did well. Um, and I like Cleveland's pick. Tell me about, so the Cavs obviously went with the big and, 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 and got Mobley. There will be those. You know, I, I was a huge Jalen Suggs fan just because I saw more of him than I did of Mobley. And I also just love his winning attitude and his skill set. Yeah. Um, you know, any thought to, yeah, Cleveland should have taken Suggs or, or Scotty Barnes uh, over Mobley at all? No, no. I think Cleveland made the right choice. I mean, anytime you can find a seven-foot mobile, you know, athletic player that has great aspirations for his future, I, I think that, and he's proven that to this point, I think you don't pass up on guys like that. All right, so now the talk shifts to, all right, year four of a rebuild here in Cleveland. And the Cavs only won 22 games last year. Now people are saying, listen, it's year four. The East is sort of weak at the bottom. Time to make the playoffs. Do you, do you feel like they could go and, and be a seven or eight, or are they a year away from that? No, I think they're still a year away from that, just because you, you just bring in Mobley in and a Coral is in his second year. and um, you know, I think Darius Garland will take a step forward this season. Um, I really love his ability. But I still think Cleveland is two or three years away from really putting themselves in like that play-in category. And I, I was saying this before you came on. You know, the teams that were in that play-in spot last year, first of all, they're not playoff teams. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> that doesn't count for me, Rashad. I'm, I'm a one-through-eight yeah. guy. But, like, yeah. Indiana was at nine last year. Now they just hired one of the best minds in the game in Rick Carlisle, and they're right. going for it. And Charlotte is scary. That Charlotte yeah. roster – they, them getting book night was awesome for them. So I don't think the Cavs are as good as those teams right now, and those were the 9 and 10 seeds last year. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but I, I really like the, the, the starting five. I, I like the first five. I just think they can go out and compete with, you know, pretty much any team in, in the East. Um, you know, obviously Brooklyn will be a, a handful in Milwaukee and maybe Atlanta, but outside of those three teams, I believe Cleveland's five can really hold their own against anybody in the East. What about defensively? We mentioned before about giving up, you know, 112 points a game, and there were nights last year that were ridiculously bad, especially out on the perimeter and obviously inside. But now they've got, like you said, the rim protector and in Mobley and 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 Jared Allen's real active. But how do you change the mindset? How do you get young guys to to move their feet? Because there was a lot of basketball games this year were shot in the 150s and 140s. Yeah, I just I believe it starts with the philosophy, and 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 I and I and I believe I believe coach, I believe in the coach Vicker staff and what he brings to the table. I just think you know when you get coaches like that, they just need time to really to really inject their ideology on the on the entire unit. And once you get these young guys to buy in that your your ideology actually works, and it's and you start to you know build the confidence from there. So it's going to be an ongoing. Um, experiment throughout the season. Um, but, uh, again, I, I like the core. I like the guys that uh, Cleveland has where I believe it, it's, it's it's doable. What about the Sexton contract situation? Would you max him out? Are you a, a big fan or are you a little hesitant to uh, throw that contract in front of a kid like that? I actually like Colin Sexton, but when we're talking about max, for me, this is personally, I don't believe in maxing out players if, you can't carry my franchise. Hmm. Uh, that's just that's just me personally. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't max out a player if I can't just roll the ball out to you and and you can go win a game for us. 
you know, I think there's only a few players in the league that you can just roll the ball out to them and they can win a game for you. And I don't think Collins fits that category. So as far as maxing them out, no. As far as paying them, I would. It's interesting because I was having a discussion with someone the other day and they said, well, Chris Middleton got the max. What's wrong with this? You know, he's such a, like, complimentary piece. I'm like, complimentary <laughs> piece? Did you watch him in the playoffs? I mean, how many nah, big shots? He's a star. He, he's a winner. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? The closer. Right, right. And, uh, hey, look, for these guys to get this kind of money and if you can get it, great. I don't – but I think there's, yeah. that, there's that discussion that kind of clouds it sometimes, you know? You got to set some boundaries. You can't just – you can't just use the word max and attach it to a player that's averaging 20 points. And that's not just for Colin Sexton. This is just for around the NBA. I think players average 20 points and say, I'm a max player. And I don't put the max tag on you just because of your, your how many points you're averaging. It's about your impact on the game. Rashad Phillips on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Rashad, thanks so much for the time, brother. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 